This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 79. Uh, here with me today is Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm coughing. Cause... <laughs> well, damn, um, I, I'll, I'll just introduce myself dead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dwayne Samuels. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and uh, Nate is, uh, I believe he's rescuing a small village. With his D and D buddies, uh, <laughs> I I've never played D and D, so I don't know what you're doing that in that um, particular game. I've only seen a crappy movie from years ago. <laughs> well, you 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 fight the demigorgon, I guess. Sure. Yeah. At, that's know. that's a, that's from that's from Stranger Things. <laughs> in case oh. you can. That's what they were called, demigorgon. That was the creature, a demigorgon. Oh, I didn't remember. Or they called it that, but that was the name of the creature in Dungeons and Dragons, the because they were playing oh, it. Oh, the kids called it that. Yeah, the oh, kids okay. called it the Demogorgon. Oh, okay. I don't remember even yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, learn something new today. <laughs> I completely forgot. Um anyway, uh let's get started, shall we? Uh jump right into some tech stuff. Uh, Yay! first some tech stuff, uh, hardware. Uh, if you notice, there's, there's, there's a bit of a theme because we did hardware the last time. We're doing it again. <laughs> well, no, not really. It's just interesting stuff out there. Um, so it's an article on IGN, and they talk up there. There, I guess, according to them, the best wireless gaming mouse for 2017. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever tried to game on wireless mouse uh they're cool but because of the um the battery problems because <laughs> i had a few and i just did not and ever went back because it's just so you, you you in your opinion you don't like wireless mouse uh i mean they're cool if you want to like have a lot of minimalist stuff going on on your desk like you don't want a lot of wires and stuff like that right the, the problem i mean but i'm talking about like, like maybe 10 years ago maybe you know like seven ten years ago when i was like heavy into that oh technology's better now man Come on. it's gotten better but i mean from the list for so i'm looking at the list right like it's like what four of them that they picked out uh i would say just from what I understand from most of these, the best one is the Logitech, the first one at the top, because that particular, this is the Logitech uh, G903. That's right. the that's the full name. That one you can buy, and then there's a separate thing you can buy, which is a power play mat. And <clears throat> the really cool thing about this is it like the mat itself charges the mouse. Yeah, that's so cool. The, that's cool. Yeah. So it's a huge amount. It's like a hundred bucks for the mat, and then like you plug that into your computer. That's the only wire that goes in there, and everything like that. And then everything just charges through that particular thing, um, and it works on t actually this the, one of the other mouse that's mentioned, the Logitech G703. That also works on it, and that's a cheaper mouse. 
So, you know, if you look around, you can probably get it for like 70 bucks or, you know, maybe 60 if you really, really, really look around. The, the, the G903, I think, goes for like 100 plus. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, hey, you want to go wireless, <laughs> it's going to cost you some money, man. Um, and I, like, I, I, it's funny because I just saw a review on this mat and everything, like the whole mat and like how it works and everything. I guess like two different mats and you put it down and there's like a, like a whole kit you can buy for like 300 bucks and you get all these really funky things. Um, but the thing is, here's a funny fun. The mat itself hasn't been released, so you can't buy it just yet. So oh God. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> how do you get, how do you get me all hyped over this? It's like it has been released yet. Hey, man, listen, all you got to do is go to Logitech website. They're the ones that have it out there talking about, hey, guys, why are <laughs> charging for your, for, your, for, your mat, for your mouse? And I was like, okay, that's, um, <laughs> sure. And it was like, and then it was like, oh, but you can't buy it just yet. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, I would say uh, for now, stick to just, you know, wired. Um, if you're a gamer and stuff like that, because I mean, like, like I said, this hasn't proved like this particular mouse have not like it hasn't proved itself yet. You know, um, the other one is the Razer Mamba. Uh, I never heard of it. It kind of looks like a tank. <laughs> it's interesting looking. It there does. is no. Yeah, it kind of looks like a tank, right? Like, it's just it's just weird. Uh, Razer Mamba, like a. <laughs> like the snake, like snake I guess um, <laughs> and it's like uh, Mamba number five yeah this one goes for <laughs> how many how many bucks uh, $142 what? and it has RBG lighting on the sides so if you want to be all colorful you know like I feel like you, you know you lied about that price you just said yeah it's $149 on Amazon it's actually on sale for well I have a I Is have it a solid plug-in. gold or something like come on. Uh, no, no wireless. Well, wireless gaming mouse is expensive, dude. Like even like if you want to get keyboards that are like. Um, I'm just saying I can understand a hundred bucks, but now you talk about a buck, almost a buck fifty. That's like. Oh. Yeah, it is a buck fifty actually. <laughs> see? Like let me see. Let's see what the G nine o three goes for. Uh, that's going for one hundred and fifty bucks, and it's not even on sale or anything like that. I'll stick and my it's... finger using my laptop. That's good enough for me. <laughs> like they're, um, and the uh, this particular one, this particular mouse, the uh, the Mamba comes with like a charging station. So when you're done with it, you just like slap it on there and then you charge it overnight, like how you would do your phone or something like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, because it, it seems like you're like you're not just playing pay uh, playing like you're not just paying for just the mouse but you're paying for like other charging capabilities and stuff like that um so you know that's however that goes well i i think it's good if you're you know an ardent pc gamer but i don't know i i don't play pc games that much but when i do i just use my <laughs> i use like a ps3 controller <laughs> Because I am yeah, not. Is, I did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I heard you know certain games like first-person shooters. It's it's the coordination is better with a with a mouse. But you know, I don't play many first-person games anyway. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, except you for can, Overwatch. Yeah, you can. Um, 
I mean, like I said, wireless. I would say, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if wireless mouse technology has come far enough for gamers because of the rapid motion and movement and stuff like that. You're gonna burn through your stuff, you know. Uh, so yeah, the Razer Lance Head, which comes in two versions. There's standard and there's Mercury. Um, and that, so the standard version, which is the, what I'm assuming is the wireless version, because apparently you can get, you can get this particular mouse in wired or wireless. So wired is only 80 bucks. Wireless is $137. You know, that's like, you know, if it's not on sale or something and Mercury, you can, the Mercury one, which is like all white or silverish looking, you can get that only wired for $79. And, uh, you know, that has all the, you know, cool RBG lighting, guys. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to, you know, look all fancy with your hands all lit up. And um, and we already talked about the LG, um, which is the, <clears throat> sorry, the Logitech G703, which is around the same price. <laughs> you know, so you're not, well, this one is, this one in particular is 100 bucks. And you that's know. more reasonable, a hundred dollars, right? And it it looks smaller, um, and it looks like you just you can plug it in and charge it up overnight as well too. Is whatnot? It doesn't. It's not very, you know, it's not like a lot of lighting or anything like that. So it's it's it, it's like eh, it might might work. It seems like it's selling a lot on Amazon. It's like eighteen of them left. So by the time you hear this episode, all of them might be sold out. So oh well. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I still my vote is stick to wired controllers <laughs> and they're cheaper and they come in a very different um, versions and stuff like that I would say wait wait a year wait a year and see where these goes and what uh, then I would say maybe switch over to wireless um, but anyway um, so uh, one more thing here on the tech front uh, if you know about SoundCloud then you probably probably stole somebody's music at some point on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, so SoundCloud is a platform where it, they allow you, it's like audio for you, like it's like YouTube, but for audio only. And, sorry, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, okay, Mickey's trying to make beats. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, three, two, one. So SoundCloud is like um, a platform, much like YouTube, but only for audio. And uh, one notable celebrity that's come out of SoundCloud where he got his start was Chance the Rapper. And um, it's been reported recently that SoundCloud is losing a shit ton of money this year and may close down by the end of the year. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, it's It sucks because that's where a lot of independent artists go to upload their beats and their new tracks and stuff like that. There's been some incredible stuff that's come out of SoundCloud. There's been, like, you know, people have recorded conversations with customer service and show how bad things are. <laughs> and Because it, it's such a, it's a quick platform, and I think not too recently ago they, they started adding like podcast um services hmm. um which i guess didn't really take off too well uh because they're, they're like i said they're losing a lot of money 
And so they're trying to convince the investors to give them more money to save the company, to save the platform. And it doesn't really seem to be going that great. <laughs> so um, are they not making money off of people like putting their money? I mean, sorry, putting money. I mean, putting their music on the, on the site. Um, well, SoundCloud, from what I understand, like in the beginning, they didn't charge you at all. Like in the like the like you know when it started, and then they had all these like restrictions later. Um, oh, like if you want to put this model this model um minutes of song, yeah, you pay this fee. Yeah, like right now the way it is now, you can't do more than an hour a month right now. So that's why there's a lot an of hour people who, a month. Yeah, but that that's why podcasters don't use it. They don't use the platform because. It's not um, like it doesn't like for for our show. We do an hour almost every episode, so <laughs> that means we'll do one show a month, <laughs> twelve shows a year, uh, twelve episodes a year. Um, so if we were to like use it and like use it as a free hosting, um, what do you call it, uh, a free hosting um, platform for our show, but we don't. Like I said, a lot of podcasters just don't use it. However, there are. Uh, it's like you know pricing things that you can um now sign up for which wasn't there previously um so the, you know because the app like i said the app is on like every platform it's really robust it works really well it's quick um like and like filling in because I, I i've done i've done podcasts on soundcloud with various other podcasts and stuff like that it's really like out of all the other podcasts places you can put your stuff soundcloud is in my opinion one of the best because it's just it's so easy and so friendly <laughs> you know <laughs> what i'm saying like it's just it's just a really cool place um and also and i think that's why a lot of musicians go there because you know their songs are what three three minutes so you can put up a whole album uh, per month you know and it gives you time to do something else or you can just keep putting up tracks after track after track for like for a whole month and not run out of your your hour allotment you know that makes sense <laughs> yeah and um like right now <clears throat> like i said you can you can do a paid like there is a premium soundcloud service which i'm trying to find and see this is part of the problem with soundcloud's website right like if you go there right now just go to soundcloud.com it doesn't say anything that it does podcast so you see right there boom done you don't even know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> like you know what i'm saying it's like wait what because when you the landing page is um some girl laying in a couch with stars all over her face and listening to music um and then you scroll down it's all music all of this is music 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 and then you know you scroll down some more there's the app and then there's like oh calling all creators so like if you uh, you click on find out more and then it's like now you can see pro plans like they don't put this at the forefront like they I, I think they feel that if they show their pro plans at the front people will get scared and run away not realizing like no if there's a pro plan oh what else can i get out of soundcloud you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like, yeah so there's like they have so I, I finally found it so it says become a soundcloud pro so there's pro and there's pro unlimited there's like pro which gives you double your upload time so i'm guessing you got two hours now <laughs> um I mean, I could be wrong about the, the time limit. So, I, I, like I said, I haven't really logged into this thing in years. Um, 
you will get additional stats including plays by country and stuff like that so you get some analytics and then you can pin tracks and playlists to the top um, of your profile you know with like a spotlight thing and then there's the unlimited so that one is actually the first one at pro is seven dollars a month or 63 dollars a year all right um and then the pro unlimited you get everything the pro offers plus you get to see the web pages and apps your tracks are, are played from so if people embed in your music or your 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 shows or whatever you get to track all that information and then you can see what cities like who were your you know your people coming in and stuff like that and apparently you get something called SoundCloud Go Plus. I don't know what that is, but sure. Um, that one is 15 bucks a year, 135 a year. Um, so that's, you know, that's what you get with the pro version. And even still, and, and I keep saying this again, even this does not mention you can do podcasts. None of it. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like a hidden, it's a hidden feature. <laughs> yeah, we, we do podcasts. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, we do that there and stuff. Well, so whoever's taking care of the site, then they need to they need to do a better job. I think so too, but I guess whoever is in charge of what they would like to showcase versus, you know, because now, okay, so if you go back to the front page, the only way you can see mention of podcasts is in the search box. <laughs> so when you click on it, you start typing, it disappears. So obviously, they don't have a huge investment in podcasting. Um, so who knows? Maybe they don't have the servers to do it. Who, who knows? I don't know, but I guess we'll see. Uh, good luck to you, SoundCloud. I don't know. Chance rapper said he was trying to save him. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Um, okay. at, the, at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, so my, my money is, it, it, it's not really gonna, I don't think, I don't think they're gonna survive. <laughs> it's just not, it's just disappointing. But uh, anyway, speaking of some disappointment, it might be disappointing for some, um, for others, maybe no one gives a shit. Um, Disney has decided that they're going to pull their content from Netflix and launch their own streaming service, Yay. which we don't know what it's called. Bastards. We're not sure. Huh? I just said they're bastards. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I should be clear, guys. A lot of people are confused by this. They're not pulling out the Marvel originals that's on there, like the Defenders and, you know, uh, Jessica Jones, that sort of thing. They're only pulling back, like, their big blockbuster movies and their shows, all the, all the Disney shows. And so stuff that, like that's that. been confirmed? That they, they're not, they can't touch that is, the, the Jessica Jones? Yeah, that is confirmed. Okay. Yeah, they're not touching the, the Marvel Netflix thing going on. They're not uh, touching those. The fact that they're not pulling that out, though, is is a little weird. It's like... Hey, here's some Marvel property, which is owned by Disney, which has its own streaming service. But, you know, it's going to be a Netflix original show. So, <laughs> you know, if they wanted to tie in with the whole Marvel universe, it's it's a little weird. Well, I don't think, based on what Disney is releasing and stuff like that, I don't think it's they, they care that much about the Marvel properties. Because oh, trust me, they will because it makes money. Oh no, no. What I mean is like for their own service, they have so they have way more content than Marvel does. So I I don't see them caring. Like you know, like well, they you know they saying? have a they have a ton of property besides the Marvel movies. You know, there's also Star yeah. Wars. Um, 
Yeah, <laughs> like they have all these cartoons and live action movies. So I, you know, I can see why they would do yeah. their own but that's streaming the service. Though. Would they take the mm. Star Wars from Netflix also? Probably, probably. Yeah, they probably will take that because that's that family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 family friendly. It's a huge blockbuster for them. Um, they make millions of dollars, like hundreds of well, millions of dollars, whenever this movie comes out. So, so that'd be well, they're also like, so I'm saying mm-hmm. things like Toy Story and all that stuff is just gone. All that. Yeah, all those movies just go right back <laughs> to. But I'm wondering something. how how is that going to work? Like, it makes sense because you know Disney will jump on the next thing to make money. Like Disney has their own streaming service. Like, oh, okay, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> um. But, you know, that kind of, you know, the Disney, hardcore Disney fans, like they, you know, whenever they come out with like a new DVD or Blu-ray, it's like, oh, here's this, the new limited release of this movie. Like, you got to get on it. Like, since the the days of like the Disney movie vault. So I'm wondering how this works. Like, is this going to stop like Disney collectors from buying movies if it's just going to be, you can stream it on their service? So... Um, how that works probably can it probably will it, probably, it will slow it down i don't think it's gonna stop it but i think it'll slow yeah. it down slow the sales hmm. i mean we'll we'll see um I, like i i think i honestly think it's going to fail i don't think yeah disney have a lot of fans but i don't think disney fans just like disney shit like that all the time yeah that's the thing it's, it's it, no like i don't get why why do i because here's a sorry to cut you up but the whole point of cutting a cord is so that you can have your entertainment in one place. And that's what Netflix and Amazon have been trying to do. And even Hulu right. to some extent, like, and it seems like what these companies are doing is going right back to, um, what cable does. Whereas, Oh, here's a package of all these channels. But if you want Disney, it's an extra 20 bucks. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah. that's like, I, like just like people have been like I don't think Disney understands like people have been trying to get away from that like you know like right now what's the lowest price on Netflix like eight dollars or eleven or something like that I think yeah. I think it's like it's 11 ten I, I forget it's eleven it's like oh, eleven okay. okay so it's like eleven bucks now so that's eleven dollars a month you know in times that blah 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 you know it comes up to a pretty hefty amount for the year and then now I uh, you want me to pay which I am sure I'm willing to bet this service is not going to be less than $15. <laughs> no, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like around 20 bucks or yeah. 15 bucks a I, month. And you know, I, be. I mean, I guess it's good for a certain audience. Did they say it's, it's just um, like their movies or are they going to put like, uh, Oh, they're, they're like, launching, they're launching an ESPN streaming service. Okay. Right. So they, they own ESPN, so they're going to have that as a side thing. And then they're going to have, like, the entertainment arm, which is, like, all their TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Oh, so Disney movies. <clears throat> it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, movies and, and TV shows, from what I understand. So it's like, that's go- all going to be under that umbrella, and that will be there. And apparently <laughs> they bought some company called, well, they bought the, contr- they, were, they purchased shares in a company called bam tech and now they're trying to buy they're trying to acquire the whole sh- the whole thing now that's interesting because i thought espn already had like a streaming service but 
they they ha- they have it called Watch ESPN, but that ties mm-hmm. into um that ties into like you know your cable wherever your cable provider is. Oh, it's okay. like you just download the app and then type it in like like mine for instance is Verizon. Once I type Verizon in, I'm, I have access to all of it. So that was mm-hmm. gonna be my next question. Like, what if you have Disney Channel already on your cable service? Does that mean when they launch the service, I get it free or I pay an extra fee just to watch stuff? Doubtful. And, and I don't doubtful. know. Well, Disney Disney Channel doesn't even pay Disney movies I, that much. They play like original, you know, Disney like yeah. like original movies like Stupid Hannah Montana and uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Like they've kind of just. Gandhi. I mean, to me, way. that that like like Lance said, like fifteen dollars, no less than that. That, that could be dumb because because I don't even know how's the Showtime one work or the HBO Go. Like, if you already have the service, um, you you don't so, have to pay for it, right? I'm not sure. So what I understand is like, um, so from HBO has two types of streaming services. Ah. One is HBO Go, which right. is it, like if you have HBO at home, then all you have to do is log in with your cable provider information. And you're good to go. And then there's HBO now, which is like fifteen bucks a month. <laughs> so if you don't have this, if you don't have the um, you, that thing, you don't right? have it, right? Yeah. So you don't save any money whatsoever. Like you know, like you <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you're not gonna save a damn thing. And then there's like Showtime does the same thing, uh, Stars does the same thing. They all do the same thing. They all it looks like the same people who made the app or the platform for HBO is the same people who's doing it for the rest of the, the, um, the, the channel. So most likely Disney's going to have it just like that too. Probably. I have a feeling they're probably going to go in that realm. It's probably going to be buggy as fuck. Um, because now, um, AT&T, since they bought direct TV now has something called direct TV now, which I have, oh, it's God. like 35 bucks a month. You know, it's like, but I can watch that anywhere. Like that's out of all the other streaming services out there. Right. Because they get, they gave me HBO for free and I was like, oh, cool. And I can log into HBO go with that credentials and I can watch HBO shows whenever I want. Um, and I only pay 35 bucks a month, which is like way cheaper than buying regular cable. And that doesn't go up over, over year over year or anything like that. It's just one flat. So what, you rate. get all and the I channels when you watch direct TV. Uh, it's it's on my phone. It's on my tablet. It's on the computer. I can cast it to any of my televisions and stuff like that. Well, I mean, like you so. get like channels like TNT, you know that stuff, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you pick a package that you want, just like cable, but it's just cheaper. Okay. It's like I don't even think it goes over a hundred bucks. I, I, like it's most expensive. I think it's like sixty bucks. That's not. Bad. You know, yeah. So I have a feeling what's gonna happen. Just like how CBS has. CBS and then there's like CBS streaming, uh, which is like uh, there's that whole like that's like seven bucks a month, but then there's like you know, then they were like, oh, let's put out the next Star Trek on that sh- on their platform only, which yeah. not no no one knows there is a CBS streaming. <laughs> no, <laughs> I nobody knows know about it. Exactly. No one knows about it. Like it's there. I was like, okay, but show. When are we gonna see the show? I mean, that, <laughs> like, that's my problem with like the fact that Disney will will jump into the streaming service. It's it's not even them. It's just the fact that so many companies like YouTube is getting on it too. Like the fact that they're 
all these different streaming services yeah, it's like TV, it's like it's yeah, like cable has. it's like replace cable now each channel is now just a streaming service and it's like okay it, but it's like why can't i just have everything on one service and then i you know i can pay 11 dollars a month as opposed to playing paying 10 or 9 bucks a month for each streaming service that comes out to let's say if i was paying for hulu and netflix and amazon prime and, and youtube red a month i, I don't know how much each service is but that comes out to like 40 50 bucks a month you know to subscribe yeah. to every single service so yeah mm-hmm. and in case of like disney uh you know i mean disney may get some subscribers but i don't know who they're going to cater to because you know people are paying for netflix um to see their stuff along with other different things and and people who just want to if people just want to see disney movies like the hardcore disney fans that just love disney movies and everything disney they're gonna go out and buy the dvds and the blu-ray i i know about hardcore (laughs) the hardcore disney community i think but i would say to ask your question on who they got to cater to i feel they're gonna cater to more like the t- uh, well, you know, the, you know, the parents could be the ones that get into the service for the kids, but they're gonna be more, more protective, more kid friendly stuff. Because if it's more, if it's the yeah, Disney movies, but- is this gonna be more? Is this to be like, you know, like I said, Marvel and Toy Story, things like that movies? It could be in hardcore. No, well, that's the thing. If they want to put on something for their, you know, to entertain their kids. They're going to just buy Netflix because Netflix has a whole kids section. I mean, yes, they want to show their kids Disney movies, but it's really annoying if they have to shell out like twice the price, you know, just to get certain Disney movies. If they want to put on a certain Disney movie for their kid, they can just go out and buy the DVD, you know, if it's a favorite movie. Or in general, if they have a favorite movie. That's going to be a challenge. uh, even, Even something that's not a Disney property, if something is... You know, if you have like a favorite movie, uh, Netflix will, you know, they don't have the movie on their service or a TV show on there forever. They they have a contract with that movie for a certain amount of time, and then it's gone. So if you have a favorite movie uh, that you want to watch over and over or play for your kids, it makes sense to go out and buy the Blu-ray or the, you know, or download the movie, you know, because um, a streaming service may not have that forever either, so... Yeah, so, well, it's, I agree with you, Alyssa. It just doesn't, I don't know. Because it's like, why, I understand that Disney has all the money in the world, literally all the money in the world. And they definitely have the money to then build that infrastructure. Will it work? I don't think it will. No. Well, like, what's the point of them even like if if I was running Disney, why would I spend extra when I could just put my shows on? I can just have these platforms pay me a certain price, right? I'm getting more money, plus maybe a cut off, you know, their subscribers and whatnot. Like I'm thinking about this in the monetary um, side side of things, and and then all I have to do is just produce here. Here's a, here's a file played on your, your shit for like six months and then give it back to me. And boom, you know, I, I made some extra money for six months here and then I put it on DVD. I made some extra money there as well. Or then I put it on my, uh, like I put it on other platforms that do on demand only. And I make money there as well. Like now they want to go ahead and spend all this money because they already spent billions of dollars trying to like, like buying shares in one company and then trying to spend another couple billion dollars just to acquire the company. So they're already, they're already billions in the hole trying to create this platform. 
you know and i mean where did they get like i just want i'm curious what what meeting they were in where someone came to them was like hey look at all these streams you get on all these different platforms maybe you can have that in one area not realizing that well the reason why you got those streams on all those all, all those platforms because it's available I'm already paying for it, so therefore it's part of my package. Once you pull it out, I don't want to go pay another fifteen dollars just so I can watch, I don't know, Big Hero Six Part Two or something. <laughs> like, it's like I'm just saying, like, eh. I mean, it's the only reason I could see paying for the service is if you know you love Disney, but you can't afford buying every single movie that exists, but. Mm. I would only pay, like, let's say the service is $15 a month. I can only see paying for that if it had literally every single movie in Disney's catalog. Like, like every single movie from, you know, and yeah, they like never take it. They never, they never get rid of it. They never replace it. You know, like everything and anything from Disney's history. That's, that's, that's the only reason I would pay for it. But it's still a lot because for $15 a month, I would rather just buy the Blu-ray for like 20 bucks. I have forever. a one and done and own it forever <laughs> than have to pay $15, you know, a month. I mean, granted, if you owned every movie, you know, from Disney's catalog, they have over like 50 movies, you know, from their official, you know, uh, animation studio. And that could be around like 20, 15 to 20 bucks a movie, but you still own it. You buy yeah. it one and done, and you own it forever. So pretty much, yeah, yeah. Cause so, I mean, I was gonna say, yeah, this, go I was gonna say this though. Like they said, they take it from Netflix, but what about Amazon Instant? Don't they be showing their movies too? So you know, they probably. Hmm, that's good. Uh, I don't know. I think Jeff Bezos sits on the board of Disney, <laughs> so I don't think that's going anywhere. What the owner of Amazon? <laughs> he sits on the board of Disney. Yeah, because um, Steve Jobs did as well. Oh, a lot of people didn't know that. Like he, uh, he, it, it was passed on to his wife um, when he passed. So yeah, there I are think, certain deals and stuff like that. Um, I think that I think Steve Jobs and Apple is like p- responsible for Pixar's success. I, I forget. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Steve Jobs is directly responsible for Pixar because he started a company called Nexar, a computer company, and mm-hmm. they were like a graphics company and stuff like that, and that turned into Pixar and then that ended up with Disney and then he was like I'm gonna sit on the board son and own part of this and make all this money <laughs> it's a it's a very interesting story but well, the story yeah. of the story of Pixar itself is interesting I mean that's a whole yeah. another discussion but John Lasseter in a in a nutshell John Lasseter used to work for Disney and then he introduced like hey guys we should do 3d animation like that's mm. the new thing and then they said how dare you suggest that? We're firing you. Hand-drawn is the future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I love hand-drawn animation. I wish Disney would keep doing it because yeah. I love that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so John Lester's like, okay, I'm going to start my own studio. <laughs> he started Pixar, and then Disney bought back Pixar, and now John Lasseter is, like, the head of Disney or something. <laughs> so... I mean, like I said, there's, there's, Disney has some interesting deals. Just um, if you're wondering why this is not happening, pretty sure they have some sort of weird deal going on. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we shall see. 
Uh, but anyway, moving on to some more film news here. Uh, so the Avatar director, James Cameron, you know, Terminator and all that good stuff, <laughs> is upset with Josh Brolin. Now, if you know who Josh, uh, Josh um, Brolin is, you know, star of the Goonies, um, shot to fame, very young, then just kind of petered out for a number of years. And then kind of like, boom, right back into things with uh, he is going to be playing Thanos as well as he is also Cable in Deadpool 2, (laughs) (laughs) which is weird and strange, but I guess it makes sense. Um, So apparently, according to this website, I've never heard. It's called digitalspy.com. Who knows? They're probably making this shit up. Um, (laughs) Their their claim is, is that James Cameron offered uh, Josh Brolin a a role in um, his upcoming sequel, which is not going to come out until like 2020. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And apparently he turned it down. And I believe this is the sequel to uh, Avatar. Like I, two, I three, guess. four, and five, or whatever. And it's like, um, yeah, apparently, according to this, this is a quote from Josh Bull, and he does not want to do Avatar. I'm going to, I'm not going to do Avatar. Uh, James Cameron's fucking calling me this, <laughs> calling me this name, that name, whatever. If James Cameron came to me and said, hey, man, uh, why'd you say that? I'd go because it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know where it, he said this. I just think it's ridiculous that they're making an Avatar sequel. Like, when did the first one come out? Two thousand nine. About yeah. It's so they're almost, making it's, a sequel eleven years later. Yeah, it's almost as old as the iPhone. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, they're well, not only just sequels, but sequels. There's like four of them. Why wasn't that great of a movie? <laughs> It's it's James Cameron. You can't tell. You know, it's I mean, it's like, pretty. He, that's about he, it. He wrote his own ticket. We all know, like, you know, that's what happens in Hollywood. Once a, a director makes a movie that's like just making what seems like money rain from the clouds, you can write your own ticket after that. You can make whatever the hell you want to make. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pretty, but it was pretty much dances with wolves or. Disney's Pocahontas right, in space. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely the same. It was like a really rehash storyline and everything like that. But if you haven't seen Avatar by now, well, pff, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> Spoiled it for you. But um, yeah. So Josh um, Brolin, he is like I said, he's playing Cable in Deadpool two as well. Um, I don't know if that's because he chose. If it's because he chose that um, that movie over, I guess, the Avatar movies, why James Cameron is upset, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and Josh Brolin has known to be make to to make some uh, missteps when it comes to movies and stuff like that uh, in his career. So, I mean, I'm not saying Deadpool is like a misstep for him. It might be awesome. Who knows? <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, that's he's he's now cable. Which he looks, um, I guess okay. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say, think it's kind of like a weird Terminator looking guy. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say this. Think of it like this with James Cameron. He's probably taking a personal. He probably he could probably be like this. He could probably saying to himself, "I'm James Cameron. How dare you say you don't want to be in my movie?" 
<laughs> he, he could be that True. he could be that conceited type person and then and that's why he's acting like acting like that it could be yeah like i mean hey like you turn down james cameron i don't know what to tell you <laughs> like <laughs> Gotta have a lot of balls to turn down James Cameron. <laughs> you don't know who I am. I'm James Cameron. You don't say no to me. Yeah. Jeez. It's like say no to work alongside, you know, in a buddy cop movie with um, uh, Denzel Washington or something. It's just, <laughs> it's just a weird, it's a weird decision. It's like, he's like, no, fuck Avatar. Even though Avatar is like, um, I believe Avatar is the highest grossing movie in history. Um, which is that's insane yeah I know (laughs) so to turn that down it's like you're guaranteed to print money because if you notice most of the people who were in that movie really hasn't worked in a while they just been chilling but yeah uh, I wish Mr. Borland the best (laughs) he looks interesting for you know Deadpool so we'll see I think he looks cool. He looks like the character. Yeah, he definitely does. Like, um, they did a good job. The gun looks a little disappointed to me, but, you know, I guess it's so much you can do with a gun. Um, well, there's only so much you can do with Rob Liefeld's uh, art. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, because his, his art is... It's, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, give it that much. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but anyway. Uh, moving on to our last topic here. It's uh, esports. It's gonna, it's gonna, it, it might be, could be in the 2024 Olympics. Not like an esports Olympics, but Olympics. <laughs> I, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner in the 2020 Olympics, considering it's Japan in 2020. Yeah, and you've seen their trailer, right? For that, it's like, oh my god, it's, it's video insane. Game heavy. Yeah, it's like video game heavy. I was like, well, but, but, what? <laughs> well, I think when the trailer showed, it was like the at the closing ceremony for the Brazil Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Maria, uh, the trailer I saw, it was supposed to be like an introduction, um, like from the closing from the Rio Olympics, and they had the uh, like the uh, mm-hmm. oh, I forget like the prime minister or something of Japan, but it, Japan. yeah, it was introduced by like Mario. <laughs> Mario's like the ambassador. Of like the the twenty twenty Olympics, I'm like that makes so much sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's why I said it's like video game inspired. So it's like, I guess that's what we're gonna. Get. I mean, I don't know. They haven't really. There's still details coming out about the twenty twenty Olympics anyway. And twenty twenty four is supposed to take place in Paris. Interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paris is pretty pretty progressive when it comes to you know tech and stuff like that. And um, so, you know, that's, I mean, so I guess this is like what? Um, esports games that may be featured uh, for the 2024 Olympics. And I don't know. Do you guys think, I mean, I, I, I want to say, oh, there's a world ready for this. But do you, do you think that particular crowd is ready for it? You know? Um, I don't think it should be part of like the irregular Olympics, I think it should be a separate thing. Kind of like there's, you know, kind of like how they have the, the, I'm not saying it's a good comparison, but there's like a separate, you know, Olympics for like, uh, for paraplegics. Special Olympics? Yeah, there's that, but there's Ah, also, there's also Olympics for those, um, 
yeah, with the, with, you know, like those who are, who have physical disabilities, um, I forgot what it's called, like the para, paralegal, para, I forget, I don't know. Paralympics, I think it's just called. Um, but, you know, I could, I could, I don't think it should be part of the regular Olympics because, you know, the Olympics are, you know, they're known, it's, it's for physical achievements and i'm not saying esports is not a competition but you know the olympics is all about what you can do physically you know physical competition so yes, physical performance you know. so i can see it as a competition but i don't see it as an olympic event as much as i love esports so i don't know i i mean i feel it should be part i feel it should be part of it because you know it has to start somewhere and the whole thing is, is it's going to be like, what game will we choose? Now, I mean, in my opinion, I know it's going to be something like League of Legends or probably Dota or Counter-Strike. Probably Street Fighter. They probably choose the most popular ones because anytime they play and I watch these esports, you always see like a flag next to, these, next to these teams' names or players' names representing where they come from. But, and, you know, it had to start somewhere because, I mean, right now it's like Evo is being televised through ESPN half the time, which is... Like the number one, um, you know, fighting game event, but it's like mm. they to make to make it part of Olympics. That's gonna be something huge, cause I mean, you have sports people who actually own some of these teams. Like you have, uh, for example, Rick Fox. He used to play for the um, Celtics. He owns Echo Fox. They play, they play, they play, and they they have he has players in um fighting games, um, and real time strategy games like StarCraft and what you call it, uh, and League of Legends stuff. So it's like. You know, he, they're in there already. It's just that now they just got to get the vent going. I mean, if they put it in the Olympics, yeah, why, from there they could branch out for their own Olympics. But it has to be, it has to, it has to do something because to me, maybe they do think about this too because maybe the viewing on Olympics is going down. So maybe they need something to bring it back up again. Like I said, I, I don't mind it being part of the Olympics. I just don't consider it part of like the regular Olympics. I could see it as like its own uh its own thing like call it the e-olympics but i don't see it as like okay we're gonna go from baseball and now we're gonna go to the the skiing event or the the, the you know the equestrian or swimming and then go from swimming to like now we're tuning into the you know uh the, the overwatch event or <laughs> uh you know or the league of legends event like and the, the problem with you know esports too is like there's as you know, with years to come, there's always going to be new games coming out. Of course, there's going to be Street Fighter and there's going to be StarCraft. And, you know, these games probably will be around for years. But there's always new properties coming out and who knows what's going to be popular. With sports, it's like for years, it's like there's always been baseball. There's been basketball. There's been running and and uh, sprinting and, you know, swimming and, uh, you know, all these other events like these these have history in it but with esports it's like whatever is popular at the moment like for example like the evo tournament i'm sure there's like there's fighting games that are like a staple that people have been playing for years like i even know like the super smash brothers community like even though there's been new smash brother games that have come out uh the one that people play the most is melee the the one that came out for the gamecube so yeah. that still has a prominent following, and I'm sure, like, 
with Street Fighter, I'm sure there's a problem to following that people are still playing Street Fighter 2 from the Super Nintendo days. Uh, but even with fighting games, there's always like, there's a new Street Fighter that comes out, there's a new Mortal Kombat game that comes out, there's a new Soul Calibur. So, you know, there's always new properties coming out. So, you know, there's only so much that they can follow, if that makes any sense. Well, th well that's the thing. is like, when it comes to these fighting games, they choose, they, they, they do fan votes, and they choose which ones, because even the past evil that, um, that, that happened... Killer Instinct wasn't in it, and that was in it the year before. It's like they they pick and choose what games are, are being played there. So the whole thing is then you have then the top. I mean, some people get mad about it, but you know it is like what brings the crowd. That that's what they do. They they, they choose yeah. the games that bring the crowd. So it's like some good games get left out because you know, like I said, I was mad Killer Instinct didn't make it, but a lot of people were. But hey, it is what it is. Oh yeah, but that's the thing. If you keep practicing, like if you're a prominent like Killer Instinct player. And you're considered like one of the best players. It sucks when you can't even compete in that no. game because it's well, not that, considered. I, well, I'm just saying that's why these guys they 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 play. They don't just stick to that one game no more. They they stick they jump to other games now. They play multiple right. fighting games. So that's why because they know things like just gonna continuously happen. So now they now you have people jumping from other games, other games. So that way they won't be left out. And then All like right. you said too, it's so, always the same sports. I mean the same winners, the same losers, and it's like down the line. Even even me myself got kind of bored watching Olympics, you know, because like when I saw what's his name from uh, from Jamaica, what's his name? Uh, Who's Bolt? Same Bolt. When I see him racing, I'd be like, he got the gold. I ain't bother watching no more. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just Olympics yeah. are are known for like achievements and physical performance. So like these people work so hard to <laughs> to get there. You know, like I look at these gymnasts and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, um, it's, it's a weird. It's a lot of work. I'm it's a, yeah, it's a weird um, transition. I can, you know, like all right, Olympic wrestling here is Overwatch. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's like, know, it's like it's watch like, these guys with endurance, yeah. you know, <laughs> and but then it's like. Know, but you know what though? I don't think they'll do it that way. I think they'll probably have like you know Channel Two and Channel Four. I think it is that always shows Olympics. I think probably another state should just probably have, okay, here's the eSport Olympics on this channel. This channel has, you know, this this set of stuff. Because I know when they did a track and field, like one channel was showing the, the um, was showing all the running. Another channel was showing, like, the the, the um the field events. So they'll uh, probably split it up. Maybe. I don't think they're going to show it. They won't show it together. Maybe. Because the 2024 I mean, yeah. is, is which Olympics? Summer or winter? Uh, uh, that's summer. That's summer. Summer. Oh, summer Olympics? Yeah, because it's honestly, 2020 is, is, let's see, the Summer Olympics was uh, 2016. It's every four years. So, yeah, the next one's 2020, which is Japan, uh, Tokyo, Japan, and so 2024 is Paris. I think the Winter Olympics is next. That's 2018. Like, I don't, like, I honestly don't think uh, overall that the Olympic audience is ready. I don't think they would understand. I don't think they would actually get it. Because just listening to the both of you guys go back and forth about how <laughs> they choose these games and how it's this and whatnot, it can become it quite confusing. Whereas, you know, it's like, you know, you have your tennis, you have your wrestling, you have your swim meet, you have this, you have this race, other stuff. It's very clear to see, you know, yeah, they might change the people who are competing in them and stuff like that. But when it comes to these games... There's way too much detail. 
<laughs> to like explain this to that type of audience. Yeah. And I don't well, think that's... Olympic audience is ready for this sort of thing. Well, that's the thing. I think it's all about presentation. I think if they have it, they should they should still have it. No, no, but no I'm not saying I they think... I'm just saying that I don't think it, it will be a draw for this Olympic. Well, no, I... yeah. it, could, it could be a draw, but again, it's like people that are into esports, you know, the people that are into like uh, you know, the physical, the, the regular Olympics. Um, I don't think there should be advertising. I think there should be advertisements, but they should be somehow just showing it off. Like how do you tie that in? Directing it to people like, like on, like on Twitch or something. Or, you know, like I, I it's all about how yeah. you market it, but you know, it's whoever is interested in it, you know, we shall we'll see. watch it. <laughs> yeah, we we'll shall see. see. Uh, well, you know, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to take some time to announce that giftedsounds.com has been launched. Uh, so if you, you know, that's where, that's like, um, a podcast network, um, which, you know, the website is up. If you just type in giftedsounds.com, you will find all the podcasts that we do there, including this particular one as well. Um, you can also find this podcast on GameRebellion.com. You can find most of our episodes there. Uh, you know, definitely check out their website. Check out the really cool community boards that they have and the, um, the articles. Really cool articles every day. Uh, you know, if you like a lot of retro stuff, too, they do that as well. You know, so definitely check them out there. But you can find this podcast. If you don't care about websites, you just have apps in your phone. You don't give a shit about any of that stuff. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music Play. We're not on SoundCloud because I don't know where to go. Um, I'm just saying, you know, that's where you can find this audio podcast. And like I said, <laughs> look out. And you can subscribe to it now to the video version of this podcast. But no new, I mean, there's some new content that just went up recently. Some interviews that we did at a convention called BlurCon. Um, if you want to check those out, they're, on, they're available right now on YouTube. Or you can download it or stream it via iTunes, whichever you feel like it. Just type in Pondering Nerdcast. And look for the icons with the video banner on it. So that way you know the difference between, you know, this audio podcast and a video podcast. So you, you, you know what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, see how that runs for you. Uh, but until next time, guys, we appreciate you for listening. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye, guys. Three seashells. <laughs> <laughs>